If you're going to start a business for yourself, a side hustle or an actual all-out business, it's important that you set yourself up the correct way for tax purposes. Incorporate.com, great service. I used it myself to start my business many years ago. It will allow you to set up a C-Corp, an S-Corp, an LLC, or a nonprofit all through the web. They'll answer questions for you. They're not you know, legal experts. You should have one of your own. But they make the process of setting up a business very easy. So use the link in the show notes to go to incorporate.com. It will help you a lot. And we'll be back in just one moment. This is No BS Job Search Advice Radio, episode 2119. I'm your host, Jeff Baldwin, the Big Game Hunter, and welcome. On this show, I introduce a new feature called Career Coaching Office Hours, or Career Coach Office Hours, that's designed for me to answer questions from people that I receive during the course of the week. And uh, I'd gotten a couple of questions last week that I hadn't had a chance to respond to. I just decided to do one live stream on Friday morning that answered those five questions. And if you've got a question for me, I have the explanation on how to do it in the show notes. I don't want to put, uh, I'm sorry, at the beginning and the end of the, of the episode, I'll just simply say, I don't want to put it in the show notes for fear that the address gets harvested, that address gets lots more spam. Who needs that crap, right? So I've got five questions I answer. I hope they're helpful to you, and I hope you give this show a great review wherever you listen to it. And we'll be back in just one moment. Today's show is brought to you by Fiverr.com. That's the word five with two R's after it.com. Fiverr is a site for freelance work. You can hire freelancers to do a variety of things for you. You can be a freelancer on it as well and experiment with the site to see whether what you want to be doing professionally outside of the rat race, outside of your full-time job, is viable. It's basically a site where they'll do the billing and collection for you and pay you it once they've received the money. In addition, if you want to hire people like I do for book editing, transcriptions and such, very inexpensive. And I've had very good work for me. So again, it's fiverr.com. You can use the link in the show notes. Frankly, you'll get a good deal from it if you do that. Now, let's get going. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I decided to create a feature called Career Coach Office Hours uh, and do this weekly on Fridays as a way of answering questions that I get hit with pretty regularly. And instead of doing individual videos or you know doing sessions with people, I just decide to answer it once a week as a, uh, a live stream. And if you want to send me questions you have about job search, hiring more effectively, managing and leading, being more effective in the workplace, uh, what I'd suggest is email me at 
thebiggamehunter at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put office hours or career coach office hours or something along those lines. And I'll see if I can include you in a, in a show. It may not be that week's show. It may be the following week's. But if you've got a question, I know other people have the same question. I, I learned that a long time ago. So uh, I've got a couple of questions that have landed in my inbox that I thought I would cover today. And they're really interesting questions. Is it acceptable to remove an employer from my resume? Now, the scenario is this person had their own business until January of 2020 when they went to work at a larger company to get access to additional licenses. Now they're thinking about making a job change and they want to remove that large employer from their resume and extend their own business to cover that time. So what they're trying to do is bury that company. Is that acceptable? So here's the, you know, I'm not going to tell you what decision to make. I'm going to give you data uh, to work with because I think that's more important that you figure out what's right for you, which I think you've already done. But let me explain some of the consequences of the choice. It's a small world. If people tend to change the jobs from this firm with regularity, you may run into them again at another place and discover that they know where you've been. And when the resume doesn't include that employer, they're going to go, there's a job missing on the resume. It's going to come back and haunt you. On the other hand, I don't know where you live, so I don't know what the statistical probability of that occurring is. You know, if you live in a major city, well, I know that the world is a lot smaller in certain industries than people think. Like, you know, I lived in New York for many, many years, and it was astonishing to me how everyone in technology knew one another, even though there were hundreds of thousands of people working in tech at that time. Yet it seemed like the universe was pretty small. And if the tech people didn't know one another, the HR people and the third-party recruiters all knew the backstories. And now it's even easier because with applicant tracking systems and with LinkedIn, sometimes they can see where you've really been and then laugh. Because you know, if you've sent your resume to a firm and they have the old information that it ended at a certain date and now they see another year on top of it, they basically go, huh? Like, how does this work? So, again, you've got to make a choice for what's right for you and act from that place. And in doing so, understand that, you know, there may be times where you're going to bump up on former colleagues, not just in this job search, but in subsequent job searches for many years to come. Again, I don't know what the right thing is to do for you is, but it's something to consider in making the choice. Question number two, I love this one. I accepted a job offer, but I may be offered a better job somewhere else. In case I do accept the other job, what do I do? The, and this is a student who's accepted a full-time position and is going to start in two weeks. And now their internship has decided to have them interview for a job internally um, at the place that they've interned. And they think they're going to get an offer there, which they prefer staying with. So what do they do? And the answer is, do not pass go 
but do not ghost the other firm. Let them know right away that you've gotten another offer that you've decided to accept. It's with the firm that you're interning with. I'm very sorry for, for leaving you short, but I didn't expect this to happen. Um, and it's a great opportunity. It's going to pay me more money. Uh, and which, to which point they may respond by going, we'll match the money. How much do they offer you? It's not just the money. It's, you know, I know the people. I know the environment. And you tell them the story about why you're taking this other offer. But don't procrastinate. Just do it and put it out of the way. You can do it as an email. You can do it as a text if you have the phone number to text to. And, uh, you know, just don't leave them shorter than they need to be. Obviously, they're trying to fill a position and they want to hire someone to do the job. So let them know once you have the offer in writing from the firm that you prefer working for. Question number three, and this is a great one. Starting with a company on Monday and now interviewing with the same organization for a different position, what do I do? <laughs> and you know what it is, it's the difference between working for a local affiliate and the national company. It's the same company, but one's local and one's at headquarters. Um, so instead of getting passed over by national, they're still interviewing and they really prefer working for national. So they've been offered a, a position, but now they have to interview with the national company. So what do they do? Now, I'll, unless this is a franchise and let's say it's McDonald's local and McDonald's corporate and I have no reason to think it is, but I'm just using an example. If this is a franchise operation and you're working for a local franchisee, no issue whatsoever, and you don't have to raise the subject. But let's say it's a bank, just for the sake of argument, and you're working at a branch versus working at headquarters, it's different. So what I would say is with your interview coming up, um, you know, I would first try and accelerate this thing and simply say, you know, I've got another offer and I've accepted it from your organization, working at the branch level, working at the local affiliate. But I really prefer working at corporate. Um, so I want to continue interviewing and not get closed off, but I want to give you the courtesy of letting you know. Now, they may say, we have to let the local affiliate know. And that brings up another pr problem for you. Whether or not you're prepared to lose the job locally to, get, to have the chance to get the job at headquarters. Talk it through with them. Do not hesitate to do that, especially since you're talking about starting the following Monday. Uh, you know, lay the cards open and let and listen to what they have to say uh, and then make your choice. Because for now, you know, there's, there's a risk, a consequence. And if you pretend that you don't have this other offer, they're going to find that anyway because you're in the database. You're in the HR system. You know, they have you starting on Monday. They've got, you know, paperwork for onboarding already completed for you. So deal the cards openly and let them know what's going on. 
Easy next question. Do employers really care if your degree was in person or online? The answer is no. However, if this is like, I'll use an uh, extreme example. If we're talking about Harvard, and this is the uh, uh, online Harvard program that you can drop in on, and um, you know, it, it's basically an adult education program, that's different than Harvard University, right? So if it's a normal university that you do it in person versus online, no one cares. If what you're doing is trying to slime the, uh, the adult education program into the major university, that they will care about. So I hope that answers your question. Again, normal degree, um, you know, whether it's on the undergraduate or graduate level, no issue whatsoever. And if you're just taking courses, it's different. And lastly, and this is a great question and unfortunately happens too often. Person was fired. Should they admit to it as they interview or not? And I know this is going to be a, um, a problem, but it's also not radically different than the first question I answered. In 2019, this person was fired for making inappropriate jokes at work. So they learned a lesson from this and it won't happen again. The problem is what to say on applications because invariably they ask, have you ever been fired or forced to resign? Please explain. Now, if you hide it, lying on an application is grounds for termination. And when they do background checks and they find that you were terminated, it gives them permission to fire you. So whether you, you value honesty or not, you know, the question is, do you lie? Do you lie and risk being exposed? Firms cooperate with one another pretty readily. And if you're in a situation where you're caught, you're screwed. So I would answer the application honestly and simply say in 2019, I learned a very painful lesson and I made some inappropriate jokes. That's the truth of it. What kind of jokes? It's embarrassing to admit, and I know they were wrong. So and you can say it was a one-time occurrence, but I didn't remember the part in the employee handbook that gave them that authority, that ability to terminate me for doing that. It was awful. They weren't racist. They were more set. Whatever. Don't, don't go into detail. There's no way to look good by saying it wasn't racist. It was sexist. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't work no matter what you do. So very simply, put yourself in the position of saying, look, I learned a very painful lesson. And yes, I was fired. And it has those jokes never come out of my mouth anymore. It's nothing to worry about. And if you go back and check a reference, you'll find them telling you the exact truth. If a firm doesn't want to hire you after you've been contrite, they certainly would fire you if they brought you on board, checked the reference post-employment, and discovered you've been fired. So that's my advice. Be honest about it. Those are my questions for this week. Uh, I'm going to close office hours in a minute. Hope you found this helpful. I'm Jeff Alton, the Big Game Hunter. If you've got questions for me, message me at 
TheBigGameHunter at gmail.com. Again, put something like office hours or career office hours in the subject line. So this way I can get to your questions quickly and use them for next. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, I've got a lot that's in the show notes that will help you. Go there. Take a look at some of the things I highlight. I know it can help you with your search. But I want you to do one thing for me, and that is put in your phone, thebiggamehunter.us, Jeff Alpin, my name. And when you need help, when you need advice, when you have a question, come over to the website, go exploring in the blog, contact me for coaching or because you have a question, I'd love to help you. In the meantime, I hope you have a terrific day, and most importantly, be great! Support for today's show comes from Grammarly. Grammarly has a free version that you can get as a Chrome extension, or there's a premium version that provides a lot more. Now, the Chrome extension is terrific. I used it for a couple of years, and it's only when I started writing books again that I started to look at upgrading to the paid version of the product, which is 100 bucks for a year, if I recall correctly. Now, it works with almost everything, and it will help you with your writing. And frankly, from having read resumes for years, most of you don't write as well as you think you do. And one thing I discovered along the way is the use of commas has changed from the time I was doing a lot of writing until now. Grammarly will help you fix it easily. So again, use the link in the show notes and download the Chrome extension or consider buying the premium version. Whichever way you go, you can't go wrong.